the business savvy singer. Hey there. And welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the PrivateMusicStudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need. And Greta Pope Entertainment for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm very excited today to have a young man with me. His name is Jordan Bridges. Uh, He's a student uh, at Purdue University, and he happens to be my vocal student in my voice studio. And I'm delighted to introduce him to you. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, it's finally a warm outside. I hope that's the case for everyone. So uh, to pair with my uh, natural optimism, it's nice to have weather working on my side too. So I would say I'm doing pretty great. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. The weather has been lovely and it it is a real source of hope for all of us. You know, we have the vaccines going. We've got the beautiful weather happening. Spring is here. You know, things are looking up. We're turning the corner. That's right. Absolutely. So tell me about your background. Tell me about Jordan. How did you begin singing? Where did that start for you? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me today. Um, and, and then I would love to answer this question, which uh, is it's always crazy to hear me say it just because I think it's been such a cool journey. But um, yeah, so I'll, I'll bring you up to speed with how I got to where I am today. Um, but yeah, it started off with a. Um, I feel like everyone's different. I feel like you either grow up in a super musical family or you're like the dark horse. Um, I'm a musical family. I, I uh, since my ears could remember things, uh, music was always playing. Someone was always singing. That's so great. Um, I definitely was kind of uh, ushered into it that way. Uh, but my first step as a vocalist now. Uh, instruments came first, I should say. But my first step as uh, anything singing, where I was in an organized setting, I was uh, uh, eight years old. Um, I joined a choir in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, it's known as Unity. If you look up Voices of Unity, uh, you'll, you'll see, um, which I highly encourage everyone to look that up. It is one of the most incredible organizations wow. I will ever be a part of. Wow, that's um, great. And that's where you're from. You're from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah. Uh, this I think choir is such an understatement. It is such an understatement. That word uh, is is a proper adjective, but it is an understatement <laughs> because uh, this program, um, you know, you hear my professional orientation, the way I speak, the way I articulate my thoughts. This is a uh, youth development program who uses the arts as a vehicle. And I was very fortunate enough to jump on that vehicle from age eight, where we really did focus on um, the choral aspect of the arts mm-hmm. uh, and really tapped into the roots of Motown music, 
um, popular choral music, uh, gospel. Uh, and as of late, we've been getting much more into modern contemporary worship music and, and like jazz. And we've been doing a lot of like movie songs. And, uh, you know, we, this program launched in July of 2000. So we've been running for about 21 years, which is wow. incredible for any organization to have a two decades worth of oh, history. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I joined I joined at the tail end of our first decade, which would have been 2009. Okay. Um, that was my exposure. I got in this choir and Greta, I joined right at the blow up, like right wow. when the, this group went from here exponentially to the next level. Wow. That's great. And what happened was we, I don't know. I don't even know if I've told you about this offhand, but no, I don't think you have. Yeah. So this is great. So my first memory, like this has got to be one of the most fondest memories, which this is so cool for me to have this as my, like one of my first tangible memories, but we got invited to compete in what is called the Choir Olympics. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, every two years, gold medal, silver medal, and bronze medals. Um, so we got invited to compete in Shaoxing, China. Um, and so I, uh, as a 10-year-old, didn't quite know the magnitude <laughs> of the opportunity. They announced, Every year we do two concerts. We do a January concert and a summer concert. Mm-hmm. So we announced at the January concert. I saw everyone going crazy, so I just went crazy too. But I don't think I understood what I was going crazy for quite yet. Yeah. But um, I, w- I, that's where my work ethic comes from because yeah. we, com- we trained hard, uh, like yeah. twice a day, no air conditioning in the summer. Wow. Uh, and you, you got. Let's rewind the clock. Ten years old, you all you care about is getting out of school so you can hang with your friends. That is what your summer is. Yeah. And I'll never forget like tangibly saying, wow, I can't hang out with my friends because I have to go practice. Yeah. And uh, what I didn't know was that I was developing work ethic. Mm-hmm. But to my young self, I was like, oh, darn, you know, yeah. uh, I can't I can't hang out with you guys because I'm getting ready to go to China. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, I, you know, I think that is so true <laughs> with so many disciplines. You know, yeah. kids think, oh, I can't go out and play ball or I can't go out and do this or I can't go out and do that. They're practicing piano or they're, you know, ice skating early in the morning <laughs> or whatever yeah. it is. But that is what makes champions. That is what makes, builds the discipline, yeah. builds the work ethic, builds yes. all of those things. I think, I think it's fantastic. Now, fast yeah. forward, um, uh-huh. did you remain in that choir through high school? Yeah. Um, I have to cap that last story off though. You said champions. Unfortunately, that is what we got. We went to China, uh, got the top gold medal and, um, I grew up seeing what hard work gives you also, yeah. right? That's the other side of it. I've seen the top of the mountain. That's from, wonderful. From the, from the bottom. Um, very significant. I had to mention that. Um, and yes, I stayed in the choir um, all the way from uh, 2009 to currently. My status now oh. is an alumni. Okay. So, of course, I'm not directly involved, but like major opportunities, concerts, like I'm, I'm there. That's great. That's great. Uh, so I, I stayed as a uh, student by title until I graduated high mm-hmm. school. Um, and that's really where the start of my unique story happens, which I, you heard a bit of this in, in our last conversation. I was tired. Um, I was, I was tired of, uh, music in the way that I had experienced it, mm-hmm. um, growing up, competing, touring, we've toured three or four more times sure, since. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, that can be a little tiring. Yeah, uh, it can. Two artists now will talk about that grind. Sure. Imagine that grind from 10. Um, yeah. Which, I, yeah. you know, a lot of artists in this world have those kind of starts. Mine wasn't that, but it was, an, it was a version of it. Yeah. And 
for me personally, once I got to college, um, as much as I love the program and would never say anything bad about it, I just had so much of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it was time for you to grow and do some other uh, things. So how did this morph into your um, performing as a solo artist? Yeah, yeah that's definitely, that's definitely uh, the bridging question. Um, after being tired of it, I came to Purdue and I said, you know what? I'm just want to be a student. This is my first time where I could just be a student and not worry about competing and not worry mm-hmm. about training. I just, I'm done. Um, little, little did I know that, uh, musicians can never escape their musicianship. It, it's just, when do you acknowledge it? Yeah. So I pushed it away for about a year. Uh, but I still had my piano with me. I had, I played multiple instruments at this point. Piano, drums, trumpet uh, were things that I had played. So I had some, some diversity. Mm-hmm. But the first time that it really blew up for me, I'll never forget this. And this girl is very significant to my life. Her name is Sam Vaguely, uh, who is a part of my current performing life. Uh, the first time I met her was the end of my freshman year, last week of school. Uh, after 50 million referrals, it seemed like everyone was like, you got to meet this girl, Sam. You got to meet this girl, Sam. It's like, okay, I will meet Sam. Sam and I came over, no agenda, no training, no performance needed. We were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. She happened to be a great singer. I happened to sing too. So what do we do? We picked a song and sang it. And it was just so magical. Like I had never experienced the energy that came from just casually doing something mm-hmm. that you love. Cause mm-hmm. My doing something that I love was always for something. Mm-hmm. It, that was so significant for me to understand what art could be. And ever since then, I have been on this fast track of, um, A, finding new ways to approach music for myself that I can connect with, and B, meeting other people to bring them into what I know and to introduce myself to what they know. And through that, I've just had a blast. Um, and fortunately, I've improved as a vocalist. Um, and that, you know, talent will get you somewhere. And so I've been able to um, mix the joy of doing something that I love with um, the talent that I do have, as well as me loving people and talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have an HR background, so mm-hmm. I, uh, people is embedded in me. So mm-hmm. I've been able to really bring all those into the center focal point of opportunity. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Uh, that's where that's where opportunity spurs for me. I know people. Um, I know what I love about what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's talented people that are doing it with me. And mm-hmm. through all of that, I've been able to get into um, at West Lafayette, pre- uh, predominantly uh, a bar. Um, they call us one of their home acts. Mm-hmm. So they call on us frequently. We are literally praying every Friday and Saturday for the rest of this month and next, which is awesome. That's great. Now, how you, you've been doing this in college for some time, uh, yeah. actually earning money with your music. I mean, you know, this is all about the, you know, the, the background, but it's also about the business of it, you know, and you've been able to, to turn this talent and all of these um, skills and qualities that you have into a money generating kind of situation. That's right. Yeah. Um, um, I think something very profound for me was that I was not focused on money at all at any rate in the beginning, which really let me understand what it is for me. And um, I'm seeing the benefits today and how that works. But at some point you do have to honor your, respect your talent, right? If there's someone that values your service monetarily, uh, uh, go for it. And I had to be told that I I was uh, kind of stubborn in the, no, I just want to do, do what I love. But uh, I began to understand that my work is valuable. You know, know, uh, if if I may interrupt you, I think that's such an important thing for singers and for musicians in general. You know, people feel that they have to be starving artists or that they're selling out 
if they expect to make a living from their art. And that right. just is not true. I mean, these are skills that you've developed. Right. That, you know, all, all kinds of skills, musical skills, networking skills, all kinds of things that you have developed. And it's important to to value those and to um, to benefit from those things. So, yeah. you know, I, I think, you know, that's exactly what you're saying. So go ahead. That's a good point, Greta, because uh, I feel like being an artist in this context has a negative connotation. But if you look at just business, there are so many like very successful side businesses. I mean, you know, carpentry, building things, the customization, like that stuff typically happens outside of a nine to five. And mm -hmm. it can be a very prominent financial piece. Sure. Um, I think that's the model that I'm taking or that at least uh, my life is shaping up to look in this mm -hmm. first next step mm -hmm. is that I do have a full-time HR job and I love that job. Um, but I also have so much space after that nine to five mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. operate in this musical lane. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm in a great city to do so. Fort mm -hmm. Wayne, uh, if, if those who are listening are not familiar with Fort Wayne, um, look up Fort Wayne because it is a strong uh, local music scene. And um, I know a lot of people, they get the hard eyes about being an artist and they look straight to TV. They look straight to the, we talk about the Bruno Marses mm -hmm. and like the Ariana Grandes yeah. who are amazing and they deserve that. Um, but that, that is not to discredit all of the reality that exists in between being an artist in your home and being there. And I think yeah. for me, um, I'm starting to find that middle spot mm -hmm. where I could do both, be a yeah. full-time worker in that side and then have something else that is very successful uh, outside of that nine to five. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's possible for everyone. And you might find that your music business overtakes the nine to five. You know, that's been known to happen as well. You know, exactly. you, you build a good reputation, you work hard and you never know what might happen. And that doesn't mean you're going to be like Bruno Mars necessarily. It just means that you will have a solid book of business for your music. And that yeah. is, you know, that's huge. Yeah, I think the, the name of the game here is to always have goals, but to never let those goals shut doors if they don't have to be shut, right? Yes. So I have goals, right? I have I have my next step goals, um, but I'm not going to shut doors before yeah. even look. Absolutely, yeah. That's, that's where I'm at today. And but I've I've I think uh, you know the question becomes, well, how does a college student duo? you know, pick up this so so much success being young. Mm -hmm. uh, and Sam and I, uh, Sam Vaguely, my duo partner, uh, by the way, our name is The Best Kept Secret. Uh, that's what we are formally known as, as a duo. But um, we've sat and we really thought, why? You know, we want to know why we're being successful so we can extract that and replicate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we spent quite a bit of time. And I think what it all falls back to beyond talent, right? She can sing very well. Uh, and I love singing with her. But what we do is we offer a unique service. Mm -hmm. um, our unique service is that um, I, I am a multi-instrumentalist, but the keyboardist uh, era is very strong right now, mm -hmm. uh, where if you play the keyboard, that does not mean you are a pianist. Like, those are now two different things. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm a keyboardist. And um, fortunately, with the tools that I have and the fact that I play multiple instruments, it allows me to have the chops um, from different instruments all on the keyboard. And mm -hmm. so what I've learned to do um, is be very innovative in building tracks. So mm -hmm. what I do live is I will build very immersive, real sounding tracks, uh, kind of tapping on my chops from other instruments, mm -hmm. um, embed those all on my keyboard, 
uh, and then I'll play a live instrument on top of that. And so now uh, venues can employ a full band sound, right, yeah. for just two people. And yeah. that's some of where that business mm-hmm. uh, uh, business know-how comes from is like, where's our entry point? And yeah. so I encourage everyone to find their entry point mm-hmm. and to nail that thing mm-hmm. because that is how you are going to make your own way in such a saturated business. Yeah. Um, you got to know what you offer. And I think that's one of the things that Sam and I offer is, yeah, you can employ us for less. We are still going to get more than a per per band member breakout. Mm-hmm. So there's a win-win happening here. That's right. And as long as you don't care about if someone looks acoustic, we'll give you the look and mm-hmm. give you a different sound mm-hmm. and still have the ability to play acoustic. Whereas yeah. full bands, they're going to have to tell everyone to hop off the stage for a little bit. Yeah. They're going to do an acoustic set. Yeah. So we are we have that versatility, and yeah. I think that's been very appealing so far. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, I am so happy for you and happy for Sam. Please tell us again the name of your group. Yeah, so we are known as the Best Kept Secret. Uh, we are going to be doing a heavy campaign push uh, starting next week. Um, but the page is actually live. Uh, so for anyone who actually wants to go and find us, you will find the page. We just haven't necessarily started with the content, but, uh, that is the page. Also feel free to follow me, which is where all of the current content is located, which is I period am period Jordan Bridges. That's my Instagram. Uh, and my Facebook is Jordan Bridges. Okay. That sounds great. Well, I hope that all of our listeners will will follow you, and we're going to post some of your music in the notes. Yeah. And uh, I, I think I think uh, you're just doing a great job, and I wish you much, much continued success going forward. And I'm so glad that you are a part of that success with uh, helping my voice and my confidence in that uh, go to the next level, because I think that's huge, too. To really be able to enjoy what you're doing, you got to believe what you're doing. That's right. But got to be confident. You've got to be able to forget all the technical things and just be yes. in in that space. So so I'm delighted to be working with you. You're talented. It's a it's a wonderful thing. It is a win win here. That is for sure. Win <laughs> win. Yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> okay, Jordan. Thank you so very much. What a pleasure to talk with you. Wishing you much continued success. Same to you. Thank you. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you. By the private music studio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer.